This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. It's Zoomer Radio's Theater of the Mind with Frank Proctor. Open your mind as we fill your head with amazing thrills, chills, <laughs> and laughs. Theater of the Mind, the best love programs from radio's golden age, only on Zoomer Radio. Now, here is your master storyteller, Frank Proctor. Thank you, and welcome to the show. A show with very little me and lots more entertainment. Let's get right to our first Christmas-themed show, which features Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. Yes, it's the new Gay Family series starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Brought to you by the Jell-O family of desserts. J-E-L-L. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O pudding. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tap. The yolka pudding. Yes, sirree. And now Lucille Ball with Richard Denning as Liz and George Cooper. Two people who live together and like it. As we look in on the Coopers today, they're in the living room preparing to decorate their Christmas tree. George is snipping a twig here and one there to balance the tree, and Liz is just bringing in the ornaments. Here are the Christmas tree ornaments. Oh, George, you never know when to stop. Look what you've done to that tree. Oh, I just want it to be symmetrical, that's all. I only cut a few twigs off the top. A few twigs. I'm up to my spine and pine. Good heavens, is that the same tree we had a minute ago? Yes, George wants to be different. We'll have the only Christmas tree in town with a butch haircut. <laughs> Go on now, get a new tree. Tell you what, I'll buy you a tree on Monday. They'll be much cheaper then. Oh, how could I have married a man with no sentiment? I wonder if it's too late to have our marriage annulled. Yeah, you better not try it. I might not take you back again. <laughs> you might not take me back again. Ha! <laughs> that does it. Now I wouldn't marry you again if you were the last woman in the world. If I was the last woman in the world, I wouldn't have to get married. <laughs> Touche. Oh, don't worry, George. I'll keep you, you unromantic, dull, old, wonderful you. <laughs> uh, thank you. It's too bad we didn't live in the old days. We could just jump in our sleigh and go caroling out into the woods after a Christmas tree. Ah, nobody ever did that. That's propaganda. It is not. I'll show you. Where's that Christmas card the Roni sent us? Uh, I'll take your word Here for it. Here it is. See the picture? A beautiful little country scene with people riding along in a sleigh and caroling. See? You know what that is? They're dragging in back of the sleigh. One of the carolers had too much eggnog? No, that's a Yule log. Mm. That's what they did in those days. They were more full of spirit then. Mm. Especially, especially that guy they're dragging behind a sleigh. Oh, now stop it. 
George, let's get a sleigh and a bunch of people and go out and sing Christmas carols. Oh, be sensible, Liz. What are you going to do? Go down to Honest Chris Kringle's and buy a used sleigh? <laughs> oh, why not? Maybe we could get one that was only pulled by an elderly reindeer from Pasadena. <laughs> <laughs> go on now. Run along and get me a new tree. All right. Where's my coat? George. Mm-hmm. Here. I'll give you one last chance to prove you have a soul. Now, if I can get a sleigh someplace, will you go caroling with me? I think I can safely say yes. Okay, that's a challenge. I'll get one or my name isn't Gladys Cramhopper. Gladys Cramhopper, that isn't your name. I know, I'm not taking any chances. Hello. Sam's livery stable? I'd like to rent a sleigh. Sleigh. S L A Y. E Y? E I G H. Are you kidding? Oh, you do? Well, how much is it? What do you mean, with or without reindeer? No, this is not Santa Claus. Goodbye. Oh, it's no use, Katie. Nobody in town rents slaves. Oh, too bad. <laughs> Have we got a cuckoo clock? Oh, it's Mr. Wood from next door. Oh, I'll let him in. Close the door. What's the matter? <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, could I hide out in your house for a few minutes? Hide out? What's wrong, Mr. Wood? It's Christmas vacation, and my 11 children are with me 24 hours a day. <laughs> my house is like living in the... My, it's quiet in here. <laughs> well, 11 children must be quite a problem on Christmas. Tell me, do they all hang up their stockings? You wouldn't believe it. Stockings on the mantel, stockings on the chairs, stockings on the curtains. It looks like the washing machine exploded in the living room. <laughs> oh, I'll bet you love every minute of it. Uh, well, I must admit it's nice on Christmas morning when we all gather in front of the tree. Mrs. Wood, myself, and the 11 children. <laughs> I'll bet you can't see the tree for the woods. <laughs> You get it? See, your name is Wood, and then Mrs. I... Mrs. Cooper. What? That joke is one of my oldest friends. <laughs> if one of our children hasn't made up that joke by the time he's five, we throw him away. <laughs> well, I guess it's safe for me to go home now. The Battle of Santa Claus should be about over. Battle? Yes. Every year, the believers beat up on the non-believers. <laughs> of course, there are more believers, counting Mrs. Wood and myself. You believe in Santa Claus? Certainly. I don't know who's been filling my children with those lies about his not being real. Oh, well, you're just the man I want, Mr. Wood. Can you carol? Oh, like a lark. <laughs> Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Look, I. Don't we know our gay apparel? Fa la 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 la. I'm sorry I got carried away. <laughs> Mr. Wood, uh, let me tell you my problem. I want to get a group together and go caroling. Oh, jolly. 
So, but we haven't got a sleigh. Oh, well, let's see now. Where can we get I know, I know there's one down at the antique store, and I know the owner, Joe Gundelfinger. Joe Gundelfinger? That's an odd name. You should have heard it before he changed it. <laughs> changed it? Yes, his name used to be Joe Gundelfoot. Well, do you think that Mr. G- uh, uh, Joe would uh, rent it to us or lend it to us? Well, I'm sure of it. He's a very good friend of mine. Come on, let's go down there. It's just a few blocks. Oh, George will be so surprised. Let's go. God rest you, merry gentlemen. <laughs> Here it is, Mrs. Cooper. Gundelfinger's Antique Shop. Oh, and there's the sleigh. Gosh, it's an old rickety one. Well, he just keeps it in the front yard as sort of an ornament. But I think it'll work. Yeah, well, if we take the pots of ivy out of it. Well, let's go in and see if you'll let us have it. Oh, the door's closed. Oh, no, wait. There's a note on the door there. Uh, what yeah. does it say? Closed Friday at court having my name changed again. <laughs> Signed, Joe Gundelfinger. P.S. Watch for grand opening of Smith's Antique Store. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. He had to pick today to change his name. Well, let's just borrow the sleigh. He won't mind. Well, Oh, uh, come on. Well, how will we get it home? Maybe he has some antique reindeer. I think we can drag it. Oh, gee, it looks too heavy. Oh, don't underestimate me, Miss Cooper. I'm a regular Samson. Huh. It... Ooh. <clears throat> Uh, What's the matter, Samson? Have your hair cut? (laughs) Oh, here comes Mr. Negley. Maybe he can help you pull it. Little Mr. Negley or Mrs. Cooper, if Samson can't pull it, what help will Delilah be? (laughs) Mr. Wood, you shouldn't talk like that. He can't help it if he's small. Good morning, Mrs. Cooper. Good morning, Delilah. I mean, Mr. Negley. Good morning, Mr. Negley. Good morning, Mr. Wood. Mr. Negley, you're just in time. We're trying to get this sleigh home. Will you help us pull it? Oh, I'd like to, but I just couldn't. I've been delivering mail since 7 o'clock this morning. I'm plum poop. (laughs) Well, I guess you mailmen have to expect a lot of work at Christmas time. (laughs) Christmas? So that's what it is. (laughs) Mr. Negley, you're pulling my leg. Oh, Mrs. Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm I'm glad that this is the end of my route. You know, I have so much mail I can't carry my bag. I put it on a sled and drag it around after me. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It's fine, too. When the mail's gone, I belly whop all the way home. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it, too. Well, I used to be the block champion. Oh, so did I. I can still beat all my 11 kids. I bet I can even beat both of you belly whopping. Well, you should. You got more to whop with than we have. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> Look, this isn't getting the sleigh home. We're going to have a sleighing party, Mr. Negley. Oh, uh, can you sing? Sing? Deck the halls with bows of holly. Fa la 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 la. Let's take him along anyway. <laughs> okay. Come on, help us pull this thing. 
thing. Oh, say, I have a better idea. Let me run home and get my motorcycle. We can pull the sleigh with that. Oh, good. Yes, I'll sled home. That'll be faster. Okay. Cooper gets here. Oh, where is George, anyhow? Well, I'm all set. I brought my blanket, my mittens, my earmuff, and a hot toddy bottle. <laughs> you mean a hot water bottle? Just for that, you can't drink out of it. <laughs> I've got a thermos full of hot chocolate. Will you be warm enough, Turtle Dove? Oh, yes. I've got on my galoshes and an extra pair of longies. Oh, here comes George. Hi, George! Hey, what's going on? I told you I could get a sleigh. Come on, we're going caroling and bring home a Yule log. Oh, now, Liz. You promise. Come on, get in the sleigh. Hang on tight, everybody. All set, Mr. Negley? Contact. Here we go. Up, Donder. Down, Negley. Up, motor. Down, cycle. Hey, Mr. Negley, come back for us. You forgot to put the harness on it. Back to the Coopers. The sleigh proved too much of a load for Mr. Negley's motorcycle, and we find our old-fashioned carolers heeding that old-fashioned advice, get a horse. They're trudging down the street, horseward bound. It's only a couple of blocks further. Katie, are you sure the milkman will lend us his horse? He said he would on the phone. Oh, it's cold. Let's keep moving, huh? Yeah, my goosebumps are nudging each other to keep warm. <laughs> Gee, look in that window. Those people have a fire in the fireplace. Doesn't that look good? Yeah. Oh, I bet it's warm in there. Hey, I got a wonderful idea. We're supposed to be carolers. Well, let's serenade this house, and maybe they'll ask us in. Oh, that's good idea. idea. Uh, what do we sing? Well, how about jingle bells? Okay. Yeah, give us the key. Huh? Give us the key. Oh, I don't bother with keys. I just sing. Here we go. One, two. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride the one-horse open Enjoying your old-fashioned Christmas, Liz? Oh, shut up and help me chip this water off. Would you like some hot chocolate? I brought the thermos along. Oh, Katie, you're a lifesaver. Oh, the cork is stuck. Here, I'll hold the top. I don't know what you got so mad about. It sounded pretty good to me. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Well, how do you like that? What? I had this thermos cup in my hand and that man dropped a quarter in it. <laughs> this may be the start of a great new business. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, oh, what have we here? Oh, hi, officer. Hey, let me see your license. 
License? What for? Caroling? No, panhandling. Panhandling? Now, just a minute. We weren't panhandling. This cup is for hot chocolate. Sure, and you always sweeten it with a lump of money. <laughs> oh, that was just a coincidence. Katie was trying to get the cork out, and I was just holding the cup out like this, and I... Now, thanks, Miss Lady. Now, wait a minute! Not panhandling, eh? I knew the minute I looked at you, you were a bunch of bums. Oh, yeah? Well, this bum here happens to be George Cooper. Now, now, let me handle this, Liz. Uh, officer, I'm George Cooper, vice president of the Sheridan Falls National Bank. What? Yeah, and these other bums are important people, too. Liz, please. Uh, we were just caroling, officer. Well, I don't know. I, uh... Oh, oh, listen to that beautiful speaking voice. Huh? Oh, I'll bet you sing a wonderful bass. Oh, it's not so good. Oh, come on, give us the honor of singing one song with you. Well, I'm on duty, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle... Oh, go on and get out of here, and no more caroling. Oh, well, Merry Christmas. Jingle bells. Yes? What is it? What's the matter? I, I, I'd like to report it a stolen vehicle, please. Yeah. Well, uh, wait till I get my book out and I'll take down all the details. Okay. Uh, what's your name? Schmidt. No, no, no. Uh, no? No, my name is Gundelfinger. Yeah, it wouldn't be Schmidt for a couple of weeks yet. Uh... Why? Are you getting married? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just changing my name. It's still Gundelfinger. <laughs> uh, Gundelfinger. Yeah. Uh, G. U. You wouldn't like to come back in a couple of weeks and report this, would you? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I want to catch the teeth right now. Okay. Uh, what was the license number? It didn't have a license number. It was just out in front of my shop with Ivy in it. Ivy who? <laughs> just Ivy. Little leaves and stems. Yes, yes. Uh, what was the make? Uh, a flexible flyer. Huh? Yeah, what's their big model? Oh, sedan, huh? No, 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 one horse open. <laughs> what kind of an automobile was this? It wasn't an automobile, it was a sleigh. <laughs> and I, I gotta get it back, I need that sleigh for Christmas. Yes, of course. And when did you first notice it was missing, Mr. Claus? No, 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 please, Gundelfinger. You don't understand. It's an antique sleigh, and I got a customer who's going to buy it for a Christmas present. He's going to make a lamp out of it. Yes, of course. I'll keep my eyes open. I'll look in back of every horse I see. Oh, thank you. Stille Nacht, Heilige Come on. Come on, horsey. Come on, horsey. Just two more blocks and we'll hit you 
Oh, I think it was real nice of the milkman to lend us his horse. Come on, let's sing again. One, two, three. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Just a minute, let's dispense with all this singing. Hi, officer. Sheesh. It's you again, them bums. I see you got someone to sing in my place. Oh, the horse. Well, I can explain... Uh, No, let me guess. You just happened to hold out a cup, and someone dropped a horse into it. (laughs) Officer, I know it looks bad. Now, you go home and stay there. I'm going to just charge this off to Christmas madness. First, some crackpot reports a stolen sleigh. Now I find you with a singing horse. A stolen sleigh? Uh, uh, who, Who was it stolen from? You wouldn't believe the man's name if I told it to you. Now run along, and if I catch you out again, I'm going to run you in, understand? Oh, yes, and thank you. Merry Gundo... Uh, uh, happy... Uh, Merry Christmas, officer. Come on, everybody, let's go. Well, we're finally on our way. Oh, no, we're taking this sleigh back to Ginnelfunger. A finger... <laughs> Oh, George, let's take a little ride. Nothing doing. Just a little eensy-teensy one. You heard what the cop said. This is stolen property. Oh, but that cop's the only one who knows, and, and we'll be out of his district in a minute. We can take the sleigh back later. No. Well, let's take a boat. What do you three in the back seat say? Oh, I'd like to go for a long ride. I like holding your hand under the blanket, Katie. Why, Katie... I like holding your hand, too, Katie. Why, Katie! I don't know what either of you are talking about. Both my hands are in my pockets. <laughs> Let go of my hand, Mr. Negley. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, horse. This is no time to stop. Get up. What's the matter with him? Stop! Oh, look, look down at the corner. Here comes that cop. Let's get out of here, Liz. Come on, horse. Get going. Oh, no. He stopped again. Get up. Darn it. This is no time to play games. Get up. Stop in the name of the law. Oh, that's better. Hey, this horse is a stool pigeon. He's turning us over to that cop. I'm afraid this is part of the milkman's route. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, fine. The horse is stopping at each house to deliver milk. Let's get out and run for it. No, oh, no, give me those reins, Liz. I'll get him off the route. And turn left at this corner. That'll do it. Okay. Come on, horse. We're turning here. Oh, he won't turn. Oh, come on, horse. We're going left. Left, do you hear? Careful, George. He's breaking loose. intersection with a hot sleigh. Hands up, all of you. I got you covered. Hi, officer. (laughs) (laughs) Officer, we can explain. It all started because I wanted to go and get a Yule log. Save your breath. You're coming to the station. But it's Christmas time. I know, and I'm going to give you a little present. It's a cell marked, do not open till after Christmas. <laughs> Look, officer, we were really on our way back to Gundelfingers to return the sleigh. He's a very good friend of mine. Well, I'll go with you and be sure you do return it. And I'll give you exactly ten to get it out of this intersection. 
One. But we don't have a horse. How can we get it out? Two. That's your worry. Three. All right, fellas, get down there. What? Four. Oh, if you get down there and pull, I'll steer. Five. Oh, wait till I get you homeless. I'll take this shaft. Uh, Would you and Eggly take the other? Six. Come on, boys. Let's be all you. Yes, Lucille, what's on the agenda for tonight? Well, you don't have to get nasty about it. (laughs) I just wanted to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to the North Pole. The North Pole? Yes, to visit Santa Claus. I'll be a little girl who's waited all year for Santa. Hey, are you Santa Claus, huh? Are you? Huh? Yeah, I'm Santa. Oh, well, where's your red suit? And where's your reindeer? They're all put away. I'm not going anyplace this Christmas. Oh, you're not? Nope. Ah! Ah! <laughs> well, why should I? I've been giving away things for as long as I can remember. Nobody ever gave me anything. If you go, I'll give you a, a, a live frog. I don't want one. Well, I'll, I'll give you some uh, bubble gum. No. Hardly chewed? <laughs> no. I'll give, you, I'll give you a sled and a big doll, and, I, and I'll even give you some jello. No, I'm not going. Did you say jello? You see, that always gets them. Real jello? Yep. And it's six delicious flavors. Uh, strawberry and, and raspberry and raspberry and strawberry and, and lime and orange and lemon. With the flavor locked in by a special process so it can't get out till your first delectable spoonful. Uh-huh. So good it makes you think of the real ripe fruit itself. I can't wait to look for the big red letters on the box. I'll make my regular trip this year. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. You have been listening to My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Nenning, and based on characters created by Isabel Scott Rorick. Tonight's program was produced and directed by Jess Oppenheimer, who wrote the script with Madeline Pugh and Bob Carroll, Jr. Original music was composed by Marlon Skiles and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. The part of Katie, the maid, was played by Ruth Parrott. Watch for Lucille Ball in the Columbia picture, Miss Grant Takes Richmond. And be sure to listen to Lucille Ball and My Favorite Husband again next week, presented by... J-E-L-L.
Husband again next week. Bob Lamont speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Stay tuned for Gunsmoke next on Theater of the Mind. Time now for another Christmas-themed show with Matt Dillon in Gunsmoke. Around Dodge City and in the territory on west, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with the U.S. Marshal and the smell of Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad. The story of the violence that moved west with young America. The story of a man who moved with it. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. Everything was all right until about a mile north of the Cimarron. That's when my horse got a hoof caught in a frozen dog hole and broke his leg. So I had to shoot him. It made me feel awful bad. I didn't feel any better thinking about the walk ahead of me. Close to 40 miles to dodge and carrying my saddle all the way. I guess I'd been on the trail about an hour, and here's I could figure it was around 3 in the afternoon. And I'd ease the saddle off my shoulders for a rest and a smoke. And that's when I saw the stranger riding up from the way I'd come. He was tall and thin. And his horse was taller and even thinner. And they made quite a pair. Hi. How are you? You lost? No. My horse busted his leg away back. I'm on my way to Dodge. That's your horse, huh? I saw it. Yeah. On your way to Dodge, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Got any more of that tobacco? Yeah, sure. Here you are. Thanks. Uh, Thanks a lot. That's okay. A big walk you've got ahead, ain't it? <laughs> kind of. It's going to be dark soon. You figure making camp? Ah, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Well, it's too bad. Yeah. You need any food? No, 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 thanks. I, I got none. Uh-huh. Well, I thank you for the tobacco. Sure. Anytime. Hey. Yeah? 
Let's say in this beast won't drop dead from the shock, but do you want to climb on behind? Save you a piece of boot leather for a while, anyway. Why, well, I'd be much obliged if you think that animal of yours can carry us. Well, she won't mind. Should have been dead a long time ago, except she don't know it. She don't mind. Well, okay, thanks. Uh, here, will you hold my saddle till I get up, huh? Yeah, give it here. Yeah. Uh, can you manage the saddle? Yeah, give it. Yeah, I got it. Now, let's go. You heading for Dodge, too? Not in particular. Just north. Uh Uh-huh. This beast will do about ten knots with the wind behind her, but we ain't going to get more than five with this load. You ain't in no hurry, I am. Well, I I was kind of hoping to get back tonight. It's Christmas Eve, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. That backbone of hers sticking it in? Oh, no, it's okay. Thanks. Notice that tin doojigger tied to you. You the law? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a U.S. Marshal. Yeah. My name's Matt Dillon. That's so. I've never seen a Marshal on foot. <laughs> well, it happens sometimes. How is it you're down this way? You need to mite off your course? Hmm? So you marshal down here as well as Dodge? No, no. I, I just took a prisoner across the Cimarron into Oklahoma Territory. Turned him over to the Army there. Did. And then he shot up tight. We must have ridden a couple of miles without a word. I got to thinking about Dodge and Chester and Doc and... Kitty, and the rest of them. You know, there's something pretty special about any place at Christmas time. The backbone of a stranger's nag was just about to split me in two when he talked up. My name is Cowley. Alice Cowley. Yeah, better heave to a spell. She's breathing mighty hard. All right, hold up. Yeah, it's getting a little chilly, isn't it? Yeah. Um, did I trouble you for another smoke? Oh, sure, sure. Here you are. I thank you. Say, hmm? what's it like in Dodge? What? Dodge. What's it like? <laughs> oh, it's like any other town, I guess. Pretty big, huh? Well, yeah, I guess so. Not so big as New York. Oh, no, 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 not as big as that. You know, I haven't been in a big town now for more than ten years. Oh, is that so? No. Been down the territories, drifting. Thought I'd move up north this time, maybe go back east. You're from the east, huh? Some time back. Say, what's it like? What? Well, Dodge, any town, uh, at Christmas. Same as it used to be? Well, I guess so. Yeah. What do you do? Well, same as most people, I guess. What most people do at Christmas. Well, that ain't saying a lot. What are the folks like? And what does it look like? I, I just... 
I'd just kind of like to know. Well, I I don't know. Uh, well, there's Front Street. Uh, that's most of Dodge right now. Of course, it's getting bigger. All Do you time. have any kids? No, no, I, I'm not married. Yeah. Kids have fun Christmas. Yeah, yeah, they do. That, that's certain. And Dodge, they sometimes have a party for the kids a couple of days before Christmas. Uh, kids like that. And then everybody gets feeling good, looking forward to Christmas Eve. Like last year. There was snow on the ground, but the sky was clear. You, you could even see the stars. I was going down the street to the Texas Trail to meet Doc and Chester. Uh, Chester, he's my deputy. Doc's a doctor in town. We had some work to do later on in the evening. You could uh, see the light shining behind the curtained windows. and Almost everybody had a sprig of holly berries hanging up. They got some from the east a couple of days earlier. I... I remember running into John Bumby. He's a kind of general handyman in Dodge. Never says much, but <laughs> he sure had a lot to say that night. Oh, hello, Marshal. Oh, hi, John. <clears throat> a lovely night for a Christmas Eve, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is, John. Yeah. Pretty fine night. Peace on earth. Goodwill to men. <laughs> Mr. Dillon? Yeah, that's the way it should be, John. Um... You know, Marshal, this is going to be quite a night for me. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, so? oh, yes, sir. Tonight, I'm asking Mrs. McNish to become Mrs. Bumby. What? Mm-hmm. What, well, John, I didn't know that. Oh, I know it's been a mighty fast secret, but I, I'm popping the question tonight. Well, Ooh. I wish you a lot of luck, John. Hey, I'll I tell you what. Come by to the Texas Trail later and... And we'll have a drink on it. Oh, I will. I really will, Marshal. <laughs> You're good and kind, Marshal. Good and kind. Merry Christmas, Marshal. Merry Christmas. Oh, the same to you, John. That may sound kind of funny to you, but John Bumby's a good man. A little peculiar sometimes, but good as they come. And they don't make enough like him. Of course, most everybody in Dodge suspected Doc and Ms. McNish were sweet on each other. But it just goes to show you. Uh, I'll tell you about John and Ms. McNish a little later. So I went on down the street. You know, it's a funny thing about those words, Merry Christmas. Men say it to each other, and, well, it makes them feel kind of good. Yeah, I know what you mean. Used to be a seafaring man myself. When you're on the sea and it comes Christmas, things like that can they can count a lot. Yeah. And we might as well get underway again, eh? Sure. Uh, you want to take the saddle? Give it here. Okay. Uh, give it to me. Okay. I guess. Guess you'll miss it in Dodge tonight. I mean, won't you? Well, if you could get a little more out of this nag of yours, we might make it tonight. Oh, there's not a chance. She'll be on her beam ends pretty quick. She's been on a long reach since sunup. Ah. Oh. Mighty bare country up this way. All right. Depends on what you're used to. Uh, mighty bare where I've been, too. It's not like the sea. That's always different. 
How come you left it? I always heard a sailor doesn't ever get it out of his blood. Or the sea? Guess you can get it out of your blood, all right. You got the right reason you can. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, you trying to get something out of me? But, well, no. Get what? I, I would just remind you. want you to ride with me? I don't want any talk about the sea. Well, you brought it up. I get it. Return for the second act of Gunsmoke in just a moment. But first, tomorrow night, Jack Benny and his whole fun-making gang make a personal appearance at a Long Beach, California veterans' hospital. It's going to be a Christmas they'll never forget, as Benny and the bunch cut loose while they assist the folks at the hospital in trimming their Christmas tree. Be sure to join the fun tomorrow night on CBS Radio, when it's Jack Benny time all across America. Now for the second act of Gunsmoke. Amos Cowley sulked his way along the trail for the next while. And then it was almost like he couldn't stand the quiet. Or maybe he had things on his mind. He turned his head. Go on. What? Go on. Tell me some more. Oh, about Dodge? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Well, you try some more. Well, uh, they got a little pine tree in the Texas a trail. Tree? Yeah, come down a long way from the north. Uh, uh, Kitty Russell, she, she's a hostess in the Texas trail. Well, she she got a lot of ribbon and gee-gaws and made it look real nice. That, that was last Christmas. The star at the top? A star? Yeah. yeah, I think so. It looked like a star, I guess. It sure looked pretty. And there was a... Well, a, a, a difference in the place that day. Everybody was celebrating and feeling real good. The doors would swing open and somebody had come in. and You know, maybe somebody you just knew to nod at. But because it was Christmas Eve, he'd come right up and say, Hello. Oh, maybe that's a good reason. Maybe not. I don't know. All right. Anyhow, it was still kind of early. Kitty and Chester were standing off looking at the tree. Hi, Matt. Good evening, Mr. Dillon. Hi, Kitty. Chester. How do you like it, Matt? Christmas tree. Oh, that's real pretty. Only tree but one in the whole town. Yeah, Kate's got one over the Alphaganza. Oh, well, I'll have to see it later. Where's Sam? I don't know. Maybe he started celebrating too soon. Oh. Doc's taking over the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. You, you want a drink, yeah. Kitty? Sure. Uh, all right, I'll get you a drink. I'll get you. Uh, you haven't forgotten anything, have you, Mr. Dillon? Forgotten? Uh, uh, what, Chester? There. What did I tell you, Miss Kitty? I knew just as sure as my nose that you Oh, that. No, no. I, I hadn't forgotten. Oh, well... I thought as soon as they get Sam sober enough to take care of the customers, we could go on over to Doc's like we planned. Sure, we'll do that, Chester. Here you are, Matt. Ah, thanks, Doc. 
Oh. <laughs> hey, well, it's still snowing out. No, no, it's not. Uh, why are you going, Kitty? All right. Just want to look outside. Oh, real pretty. Man thinks of a lot of funny things that don't mean much. Kitty's standing at the door, sniffing the cold air. And the warmth inside, and the whiskey in me, it it, it was a good feeling. And then Chester and I decided to take a bottle over to Mr. Hightower. He's the telegraph operator over at the depot. He runs a printing shop on the side. Say, Mr. Dillon? Yeah, Chester. Do you mind if I stop by the church for a minute? No, I don't mind. I just feel kind of right tonight, Mr. Dillon. Figure out to thank somebody for it. Sure. So we stopped by the church. I've never been much of a man for church, I guess, but I went along with Chester. There wasn't anybody else there, just the two of us. Guess we sat for ten minutes in that place. Chester, a little way off with his head bowed. You know, there's a lot of peace in the church. Maybe, maybe it's the quiet. Maybe, maybe it's the good that people find in there. And whatever it was, it made a man feel glad about pretty much everything. I haven't been in the church since I don't know when. Oh, is that so? I heaved you, man. Well, she's becalmed again, mister. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> she sure wasn't built for it, I'll tell you. You ever see anything like that? <laughs> yeah, she is kind of old, and well, I've had her going on eight years. She hasn't changed a mite. Eats like a pig and looks like a four-legged mizzenmist. <laughs> Smoke? Don't mind. Hey. What about that, uh, that fellow Hightower? Did you get that bottle to him? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I guess it was lonely over in the depot all alone. He, he was glad for the company. There was a wood fire burning in the stove, but it didn't keep out the cold. Merry Christmas. Well, how's it going, Mr. Hightower? Oh, slow, Marshal, slow. Bit of excitement about an hour back, though. That's so? Yeah. 9.15 got stuck between here and Hutchison. Lots of snow back there. They getting her out? I'm sure they're trying, but (laughs) I'm sure glad I'm not on it. It's going to be a cold night on that train. Well, it's kind of chilly in here, isn't it, Mr. Hightower? Any warmer, and I'm going to sleep. It will say we brought you over a bottle of Irish for company. (laughs) Jameson's. Well, I declare I was just thinking about a top before you boys come in. Now, that's real friendly. Will you have a drink with me? We sure will. Let's open her up, huh? A couple of glasses up on the shelf there, Chester. Get them down, will you? I don't know if you get an idea about the folks in Dodge or not. They're not any different than any other people. Or the town either. Uh, I guess maybe it's a 
pretty small place at that. The depot, the hall, a few stores, a church, Doc's office, a Texas trail, Alifaganza, my office. Well, not much, but hey, it's where you live, you know? Sounds all right. I lived in a town once back east. Small. I know what you mean. Well, maybe you'll be going back. Maybe. Say, kids, I still believe in St. Nick. Oh, sure. Mighty few kids down where I've been. Injun kids, they don't believe in St. Nick. No reason they should, I guess. I used to believe in it, you know that? Well, I guess most people did one time or another. Hey, you figure we come maybe ten miles? Maybe. It's getting dark. Yeah. Well, come on. You want to... You want to ride the saddle for a bit? Oh, no, no. I, that's okay. Well, then okay. We rode on, and I thought about last year, about Kitty, Doc, and Chester and me... Going over to Doc's place after Doc got tired at Tenda Bar at the Texas Trail. It was about a quarter to midnight, and we stood around and sang Christmas carols. And I, I remember how it sounded that night. How it looked. The glow in the stove in the middle of the room, and, uh, and the frosty windows... Yeah, it was Christmas Eve, all right. so feel sentimental. That's exactly what I feel. I feel sentimental. I know what you mean, Doc. I surely know. Okay, Doc. Bring him out. <laughs> and I remember how Doc scuttled over to the bureau and brought out some packages. The presents weren't much, but it didn't matter what they were. And when we'd finished opening them, it was Chester who said what we were all thinking. I just... I, I, I just want to say, Miss Kitty, Doc, you, Mr. Dillon, I, I just want to say that this is the best doggone Christmas I ever had. And, and that's what I want to say. He was going to tell me about that, uh, that fellow John was caught in that woman. What was her name? Oh, yeah. Miss McNish. That's right. Well, she said yes. And she you've did. never seen two happier people in your whole life. Yeah, she's Miss McNish Bumpy now. Well, that's good. 
you know, you might settle for a bit and dodge or you could get work there. Sure would be fine if you could get back tonight, wouldn't it? Well, it, it can't be helped. I'd be a lot further away and a sight more tired if you hadn't come along. Yeah. Now, listen... How far do you figure before there's a place you might pick up a horse? Oh, I don't know, 15 miles or so, maybe. Oh, I'm not going to make any 15 miles in this nag tonight, that's for sure. Oh, that's all right. Now, I tell you what. You go on alone, you see. Oh, no, forget now, it. Now, you go on alone. She'd hold out with one man on her. And then you get a fresh horse and you ride into Dodge tonight. Well, thanks. That's now, very I'm kind. telling you, I want you to go. I'll be fine. I've walked before. Probably make it almost as quick as you... Look, it's, it's real nice of you, Mr. Cowley, but no thanks. Now, now, Christmas don't mean nothing to me. You got friends waiting for well, you. Well, I'll see them tomorrow. Ah, you're a fool. Well, that may be. All of them nice folks, you're going to make them feel pretty bad. Uh, look, I'll stay. If you want to go on along, uh, uh, thanks for the ride. Well... Might as well make camp, then. <laughs> I guess so. And listen, you want to tell me some more about uh, what you were telling me before we turn in? Well, sure. I but... take it kindly, mister. I'll get yourself settled. I got some stuff in my pack we can eat and maybe get a fire going. And after we eat, you can tell me some more. We made a fire and then shared what we had for supper. He seemed to soften up after that, and we talked for a couple or three hours. It was like he was starved for news of people, everyday things, and just plain company. And that's how we spent Christmas Eve together out on the plane. And then when the fire was dying down and I was about ready for sleep, he said, Marshal, yeah, I want to tell you something. I've been needing to tell it for a long time. Do you mind? Well, of course I don't mind. Well, then I'll tell you. A few years ago, I was skipper of a little schooner. It used to sail up and down the East Coast, you know, Boston, New York. Yeah. Well, one night, we hit dirty weather off New Jersey. Real dirty. Blew us off course, and we piled up on the rocks and knocked the bottom out. That's too bad. There was 18 passengers aboard, Marshal. Four of them was kids. We never saw him again. No. And my own... My own wife and my kid went down, too. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, no. Something must have happened to me after that. I didn't want nothing to do with... With ships or the sea. And I started to drift out this way. I couldn't forget, though, do you know? And I didn't want to be near folks. Especially kids... To remind me, do you know? Yeah. And that's how come I've been slewing around ever since. Sure, I understand. Just kind of wanted to get it off my chest. Sure. Marshal, I'd like to ride into Dodge with you tomorrow. You think I might meet some of them folks you were telling about? Why? <laughs> I don't see why not. But it'd be all right. Maybe I wouldn't need to drift no more. Maybe I could... Uh, <laughs> drop anchored, you know. 
Yeah, you might have thought. Yes. Well, good night. Good night. Merry Christmas, Marshal. Merry Christmas, Mr. Cowley. Gunsmoke, under the direction of Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Tonight's story was specially written for Gunsmoke by Anthony Ellis, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Featured in the cast were Lawrence Dobkin, with Harry Bartell and John Daner, Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McNear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. Gunsmoke is heard by our troops overseas through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Join us again next week as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, fights to bring law and order out of the wild violence of the West in Gunsmoke. Tomorrow night, Edgar Bergen's real-life daughter Candy pays him and you a visit on The Edgar Bergen Show with Charlie McCarthy. Candy and Charlie hit it off fine, but Edgar has cause to regret his hasty decision to invite his six-year-old daughter into the show, especially when she starts throwing her voice. Sounds like fun tomorrow night on most of these same stations when CBS Radio presents The Edgar Bergen Show with Charlie McCarthy. This is Roy Rowan speaking. And remember, Eve Arden is our Miss Brooks teaches you how to laugh every Sunday on the CBS Radio Network. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow night, it's Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, followed by Dragnet. Thanks to Joel Schoenwell and Paul Stringer for technical support. The executive producer for Theater of the Mind is Moses Neimer. I'm Frank Proctor. Have a great night. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.